Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Nick. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? Ryan, doing great. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I'm excited to speak with you. I know right now you're on a six-month sabbatical traveling. I think you said right now you're in Vienna as we record this. I think you're in, what, month three of it? Just crossed the three-month mark, which is crazy. I do want to talk to you about that. To no, it's no easy feat to leave home for six months. And then obviously you throw in a, a surging global pandemic into the mix and We've got some logistical <laughs> things to figure out. So I want to I want to talk to you about how you push through that, how you push through the fear, how you push through all the challenges. But first, so my my audience of morning upgraders know who they're listening to. Why don't we just start off with you telling everyone who you are, what you do for a living, and then what's going well for you right now in your life? Yeah, well, uh, I'm Nick Kennett. Uh, my wife Allie and I are from Northwest Arkansas. What I do for a living? That's Kind of an interesting question right now. I'm a marketer by trade. I started my career in the consumer products industry and spent a lot of time working in uh, retail and consumer products. Uh, But right now, my wife, Allie, and I are on a self-funded six-month sabbatical and are traveling full-time. So in terms of what's going well right now, I would say... We're actually on the six-month sabbatical that we spent like 15, 16 months planning. So that's that's going pretty well. (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. (laughs) Doing this interview from Vienna, that sounds pretty cool. So let's talk about your morning routine. I I want to talk about the trip a little bit, but I, I, I always like to find out what my guests do for their mornings. I know you have a pretty detailed morning routine. I'd imagine it's different right now with your trip, but maybe maybe not. Why don't you walk us through what your mornings look like? Definitely. Yeah. And beyond just my mornings, I I would say a a lot of my life, especially back home, was broken into routines. Um, And and so I I have a a core morning routine that I have tried to bring as much of it as possible with me on the trip. There are other things, obviously, I couldn't bring with. But what has stayed pretty standard is I wake up... I like to wake up early when I was home. You know, that's... 5.30 5.30 or 6. I don't wake up quite as early while I'm traveling, but wake up early, have a cup of coffee. Um, I'm a Christian by faith, so I, I drink coffee. And while I do that, I read the Bible and, and uh, do some, some prayer time. And while I'm doing that, I thought I would mention this in case it's interesting to anyone. While I'm doing that, I also use a therapy light. There's light that I got off of Amazon. I think it's called Happy Light by Verilux. And uh, it's it's basically a product that simulates natural sunlight. And it, it definitely helps for anyone who maybe suffers from seasonal affective disorder or anything like that. But it's like a jolt of, of pure sunlight in the morning. So I have that going. But yeah, I'll, I'll drink some coffee and, and read. And then right after that, I do some exercise I'm a runner. I love distance running. So the next thing I'll do is try and spend some time outside running. And then if it's, if it's an off day, because I, I try not to run every single day, I'll, I'll have at least one, maybe two rest days per week. I'll, I'll do a nice walk. And while I'm doing that, I'll listen to some tunes or uh, most commonly an audio book or a podcast just related to 
personal development or what I'm focused on at the time. And those are kind of the core things. And I, I really don't look at like work email or social media or anything like that until that is completely done. Happy light. I have never heard of that before. I'm going to check that out. How long do you keep it just while you're, while you're drinking your coffee, you have it on you, or is it more pro- prolonged than that? Honestly, you don't, you don't need longer than like 10 to 15 minutes. And if you do keep it on for too long, you will feel like you drank too much coffee. Really? Um, it's supposed to help your circadian rhythm. I remember once using it at like two in the afternoon and I couldn't fall asleep that night. So like, it's, it's a great way to like, especially this time of year, we're recording this in January, you know, when it's dark and the days are shorter to use that in the morning. And it really, it kind of helps wake you up and it helps signal to your body that like the sun is out, even if it isn't. Love that. I'm such a sucker for these kind of things, but this is like, this makes a lot of sense and they're not, they're not expensive either 40, 50 bucks. So definitely have to yeah, check I that think, out. I think the one I got was like $35 on Amazon. Amazing. And have you been running on your trip? I'd imagine there's some awesome scene sceneries, sceneries. Yes. 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 Absolutely. That's uh, that's, that's one of my favorite tips for, for travelers is, you know, not, not everybody may be a, a runner, but if you are go out and run in the morning and if not try and walk as much as possible, it's a, it's a good way to exercise and start your day. And especially if you're fighting jet lag to like, you know, help you get on the time zone, but also just to see the sites. You mentioned travel tips. Let, let's, let's stay on that. You know, I like this is a personal development podcast, but you know, I think what you're doing right now is like this six month sabbatical for many reasons is like the ultimate personal growth experience experiment. And, uh, would love to just get some of your, if someone else is thinking about doing the same thing, maybe it's not six months, maybe it's three months, maybe it's a year. What have you found to help you? Obviously you mentioned, you know, getting out and running in the morning, but what else can you, uh, what other tips can you share about around a sabbatical? Yeah, I think more tactical and, and more related to the trip itself, some more routine and habit type things. One, one thing I've learned from my travels, and then it's really been a learning on this trip, drink enough water. I know it sounds basic and sounds kind of stupid, but everyone, you know, is familiar with hanger, you know, <laughs> like, like, Oh, I'm not going to talk to him right now. He just needs a snack. Or, you know, if someone's, someone's tired, they might, might be grumpy or, you know, their decision-making is affected for me. And, you know, my wife and I have found that the same is true for us. If we're dehydrated, your water intake can affect your mood, your, your decision-making abilities, and of course your overall health. So that's, I think number one, when you're taking a trip like this, whether it's a sabbatical or maybe you're taking, you know, like a, an international trip for 10 days, two weeks, something like that, true intentional travel, you know, not, not just vacation where you're, you're laying on the beach or whatever. I'm a big proponent of, of journaling. And I know, Ryan, I've, I've heard you talk about um, gratitude journaling as part of a, a morning routine. I really like to use journaling while I'm traveling as a way to number one, capture what I actually did. I'll sit down and and journal at the end of a day, what I did that day and where we went, what we ate, what we liked, what was unexpected, what, what maybe 
mishaps happen because there's there's plenty of those. And so that's kind of number one is so that a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, I could go read this and I've got a documented uh, memoir of the trip that I can remember. And it's nothing fancy. It's just like, oh, we went here. We did this. I was surprised by that. You get what I'm saying. And then number two is it helps me reflect and feel grateful and you know just appreciate everything that that I experienced that day. Those are those are kind of my two more personal development hack oriented travel tips. Yeah, and you and Allie are taking the journaling to a whole other level because now you're creating a, a YouTube channel and a whole series of videos that are very well done about your trip. What are your plans with those videos? Is it more just documenting your trip or I think number one, it's it's been just so that we can document this and have it. Don't get me wrong. I, I love measurement. I love analytics. So it's, it's fun to learn the YouTube game and to yeah. you know, try and get more views and, and to get 1% better with each video. But this trip is a trip of a lifetime kind of experience. And it also excites us that we could come back and watch these 20 years from now, or we could, we could show them to our grandkids someday, you know? So yeah, a way together with Nick and Allie, you know, that's, that's just kind of a YouTube channel that we started for fun, but uh, it's, uh, I'll be honest, it's been, it's been fun and pretty addicting to learn the YouTube game. Yeah. We'll definitely link that up in the show notes. It's they're, they're really well done. So I definitely recommend. Uh, everyone oh, thanks, listening. Man. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All right. So let's, um, let's talk about happiness. I've known you for a few years. We're, we're in the same mastermind, our iron chopper's iron. And, uh, you always seem like a happy guy. I mean, I know probably not always, but you always have, you always seem like you have an optimistic viewpoint on things. How is that? How do you feed that? Is that something you're born with? Is that something you focus on building? Like how so? And that is a really great question. I think one definition, you know, one, for me, I'm happier when I feel like I'm achieving. I'm, I'm an achiever by nature. That's my, that's my Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram three. And, and so, you know, for me, accomplishment, and I love that feeling of productivity. I, I guess you could say I'm even probably addicted to it, which is why it's, it's been good to, to take this sabbatical. I think for me, part of happiness is the climb, pursuit and achievement of goals. I can relate to that answer. I mean, I'm, I'm the same way achiever. So yeah, I find like the progress, making progress on things. It's, uh, it's necessary to keep the mood up. And but like, like you said, it can be addictive, addicting those. You have to keep it in check. And I, I think that's where the gratitude practice comes in, being present, yeah. sabbatical, what you're doing, the road trips like we take. I, I think I resonate with your answer. I want to feel proud of myself. I think that is an underlying motivator for, for someone who has that achiever mentality. And this ties into morning routines. I think it ties into private victories as, as Stephen Covey called it. Like if I can do that, if I can, you know, nail that five mile run first thing in the morning, I can hold my head up high and I have, I have some confidence and I feel proud of myself that I did that. Now I'm ready to take on whatever else the day brings my way. hundred percent. Like my viewpoint on it is like, why would you not want to try to make yourself 1% better every day? That's just my point of view, but that's what fuels me. I try to think about, you know, like Ed Milet talks about it. I just put a blog post up about it. Brian Johnson talks about it from Optimize, but basically the gap of like where you are now, where you could be like the best yeah. version of yourself. And if that gap is huge, at least for someone 
it sounds like like for something like me, and it sounds like you too, that if that gap is huge, it's gonna affect your way you feel about yourself and you know, your mood and all that. And so it's an interesting concept. Like if you put it your all in, what would be the best version of yourself? Or what would that look like? And how close can you get to that? That that's why I like this personal development journey, because you know, no one's perfect. I've got bad habits. I'm sure you have bad habits, Nick. And like we're always trying to just get a little bit better, but it's like a journey that never ends. And I and I like to think about like think about this. If you if you show up differently, that ripple effect goes to Allie and your friends and your family, and the same for me, Absolutely. You know, my family. And so it's just a really interesting concept if you let your mind wander on it for a few minutes. Absolutely. Okay. I got one last question for you. And then we're gonna wrap up with you sharing uh, how people can reach out to you. We got the YouTube channel, but maybe there's a different site too. So my last question for you, it's not really a question. It's more, I'm just going to let you talk. I, I want to, because we, we, we kind of teased it in the beginning of the episode where, you know, you took a six month sabbatical, which I'm sure there was a lot of fear around and obviously a lot of planning, but I want to focus more on the mindset, the fear, like how you push past the fear. And then same thing with all the challenges, logistical challenges you're running into right now with COVID and you having to, you said you change your plans 10 times. So like, how'd you get through those challenges? So How'd you get through the fear of taking the sabbatical? Then how'd you push through the challenges with all the changes you've had to make? You could just talk on that and then we'll wrap up. It ties in really well because we have a story around it for sure. So this whole process, and I'll just give you a little context as we go. This this whole process for me started as just kind of a yearning desire that I had inside. I I had gotten to do some travel when I was growing up. Uh, I I was really... Blessed, uh, you know, m- my dad owns a business, and I-, I feel like he was intentional to let me go on his business trips with him. Sometimes we we took a uh, a mission trip to Peru at one point, and for me, I, th- I think that sort of kickstarted this this love of travel. And I also really love setting big, scary goals. To be honest with you. In 2020, I ran 30 miles on my 30th birthday, and and I don't even know where that idea came from for me. And I had never run an ultra marathon before. I never even run a marathon before, but I was like, yeah, I like running. I'm going to do this. And and so I don't say that to talk about running, but I say that to to say that like for some reason I just seem to gravitate towards big, intimidating goals. I I almost feel like it needs to be intimidating for me to take it seriously. And and so when you combine that with this yearning, longing I had inside me that that I guess some people call it wanderlust, I just wanted to do some extended travel or to live abroad. And I, I started having some conversations with my wife, Allie, about it. And I was really the one pushing at first. I was like, you know, hey, what would it look like for us to get different jobs and go live in this city overseas for a year? Or what would it look like for us to move here or or travel long-term? And it was through a lot of conversations and a lot of soul searching with her that finally she was like, you know, okay, let's, let's look at it. From there, what helped us overcome the fears was writing everything down. From the moment that my wife very courageously said, yeah, let's, let's explore this idea. Basically, the very next morning, we had a, a work session in my home office. We, we spent probably four hours in front of a blank Word document. First of all, just writing down, what is our, our why? Like, 
why do we want to do this? What are the reasons that we want to do this? And, th- and then it was sizing up all of the other, as one of the guys in my mastermind group referred to it, sizing up these silent roadblocks, all the little uh, scary things, those, those nebulous details in our minds that we knew that we would have to tackle. You know, For example, we owned our home. So what are we going to do with our house while we're gone? Obviously, we had to figure out how are we going to leave work, right? My wife's company had a six-month sabbatical policy in their handbook. And so there was a question of, okay, was she going to utilize that or we going to quit? We wanted to leave our jobs the right way. We, we had a couple of dogs. So we had to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we get care for them while we're gone? Those are, those are just a few of the things. But man, I mean, we, we had to create a novel of all the details we were going to have to get through to do this. And it, it took, you know, 15 months of, of planning to get through that. In terms of the other question, I think one of the things that, that we've learned just, just from this trip, just from, from COVID and, and all of that is you have to be able to roll with the punches. I think getting over the fear aspect, um, we were on a roll. Like we, we had some momentum going into this trip. And then I think once we got here, avoiding burnout and avoiding just, just getting tired, we have to be a little bit mindful of self-care. You can't go as hard as you might on a normal 10-day vacation. But I think in general, just becoming okay with uncertainty and learning how to solve problems in the moment has, has been a pretty big learning. I, I don't know if that answers your question very well. Ryan, your second question. No, it does. I think I think rolling with the punches and just being uh, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and sometimes it takes it, it, they're important skill sets. And sometimes it takes being thrown into something like this to learn it. But I, and I like your answer about the fear, pushing to the fear. I think it comes down to you mentioned journaling, preparing, you know, the preparation, and then just taking action. I think that's you can apply that to a lot of situations. So no, yeah, I think your answers were excellent. Awesome. All right, Nick. Well, everyone. Uh, I'm sure it wants to learn more about your, your trip around the world. So where can we send people? Is it YouTube? For sure. The, uh, the best way to keep up with us is YouTube. Our channel is called Away Together with Nick and Allie. Uh, my name is spelled N-I-K. Probably the easiest way is just to search Away Together Nick, N-I-K. And then the second way is I actually wrote a short ebook on how to take a sabbatical and navigating all of those crazy details. Um, and I actually have that for free for listeners of this podcast. Um, you can find that at awaytogether.com slash morning upgrade. Perfect. I appreciate you doing that. Well, thanks, Nick. We'll, uh, we'll link up your YouTube channel and the ebook on the show notes page. Appreciate your time. Thanks for everything. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Ryan. It was a blast. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.